in the endless reaches of the universe there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Vicky! Yes, welcome everybody. We are indeed Ben and or Vicky. <laughs> and you're listening to... Sin, and this is the Prop Showzel. Yeah, it is. It's freezing cold in the studios this morning, so if you'd like to get into the vibe, if you'd like to put yourself in the skin of Ben, <laughs> the lovely, luxurious skin, hashtag Damien versus Peter? Damo versus Peter, Damo please versus get it right. Peter. This is why he loves me more than you. You can't even get his hashtag cracked. (laughs) Hashtag Damo versus Peter for the love of Ben, which has been a theme for the last few episodes. If you really want to experience life as Ben, put yourself in an ice bath, turn up those those air conditioners, put on some ice packs, get into the mood. And and do what? Like, oh, you're trying to get cold. Yeah. I thought you were trying to say this is how you get into Ben's skin. Oh, yeah, you and then you uh, an slide ice... in yeah, <laughs> when you're an... all iced up. Make a nice ice bath and then slice him open <laughs> yeah, like right. some kind of lumper. <laughs> make a nice ice bath. That's the best way to then preserve his skin. <laughs> and you can wear it like that yeah, alien right. from X-Men. Oh, <laughs> Welcome no, to the prop Men Shizzle. in Black. <laughs> this morning we'll be suggesting ways to keep skin past its <laughs> usual use-by date. Well, there's not enough radio stations covering on that topic, everyone's like, oh, my skin is going bad and I can't pretend to be radio hosts by right. wearing them as Halloween costumes. Call in with your skin-keeping problems. Oh, it's it's rotting. I recommend a, a cooler climate for your <laughs> disembodied skin. That is skin-keeping 101. Ice baths and cool climate. Skin-keeping chat? Yeah. Could I, could I suggest that you tan Ben's hide? After it's been removed. And are we going for like a taxidermy effect or something? All together now, time. A kangaroo down. Sport for everyone who got that extremely obscure reference. I sure didn't. Didn't you? Nope. Didn't you have to sing that in primary school? I, that song? Yeah. yeah. Is it, what, how does that link to skinning me and wearing me as a suit? Where, no, he tans the guy. He skins the guy <laughs> when he dies and tans his hide. Have you not heard uh, to, that? Uh, to what effect? This is like a Rolf Harris song. I don't know why. It doesn't become apparent why, and that's what makes this... I don't know why people don't see how creepy this song is. It used to freak me out in primary school. Maybe that's the kind of thing where they just skip that verse because it got too weird by the end. I know, like how we weren't allowed to say the word chicks or I think tits when we were... In Grease um, Lightning. Yeah, when we were doing Grease oh, Lightning in primary school. You obviously got the censored version. Us you guys just graders. said it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Those... Chicks were cream. You weren't even allowed to say chicks? No. That's weird. No chicks, no tits. Why? Because it it was was... a censored primary school. I don't know. Did you replace it with... Maybe it would have driven the boys crazy. Did you replace (laughs) it with some kind of PG version? Oh, most likely. Or it was like, those blank were cream. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. There's so many possibilities. I don't know how you don't know this Rolf Harris verse. It goes, I don't know if I'm breaking copyright or something here. I'm not the biggest Rolf Harris proponent if... Oh, as if you're not. I do constantly wobble board when I'm I not am. on air, but 
No, go on. He goes, um, you got to sing it all together now with me. He goes, <laughs> I don't know the lyrics. How can I do this? We turned his hide when he died, Clyde, and that's it. Hanging on the shelf all together now. Timey kangaroo, kangaroo down, down spot. Timey kangaroo down. Anyway, so that's one way to keep your skin, but as suggested you, by Rolf Harris. Are you sure that Rolf was discussing a person? Well, like, we tanned his hide when he died, Clyde. Who's he talking about? I don't know. And that. that's it, hanging on the shed. Maybe it was like his dog or something. No way. It's totally Wolf Creek. <laughs> <laughs> Come over, Clyde. Guess what that is? That timey kangaroo <laughs> down. We have now secretly devolved the origins that it was the prequel to Wolf Creek. <laughs> the musical prequel to the film Wolf Creek. Yeah, There's not least... enough crossovers. Yeah, go on. Series 3 should be a video game or something. <laughs> Just because it's, it needs to stay fresh, go to different mediums. Wolf Creek 3 will be a text message. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you, dot, dot, dot. Lol. <laughs> like, somehow it's less creepy this way. <laughs> so what is I, a prop show? I saw um, Jeff Jarrett from Wolf Creek at the fish and chip shop once. Did you? I was disappointed that he was ordering regular human food and not, <laughs> and not trying to and flay not me. as food. <laughs> yeah, like our listeners apparently are so, uh, <laughs> so into. Text in if you now have um, Timey Kangaroo Down Sports stuck in your head. If you climb into a bath, you'll pretty much be me because I'm freezing and got that stuck in my head. <laughs> uh, so the text line, incidentally, is 0427 767 767. But for all of you out there, I know how much you hate numbers, so it's 0427 SMS SMS or... 0427 pop, pop, pop. Magnitude's favourite text line. And, yes, Vicky asked, what is the prop shozel? What is our prop shozel? I think Harry Potter cast that spell on me once. (laughs) Uh, It's also the name of the show, which we propose things, Mm -hmm. ranging from how to skin their radio hosts (laughs) and wear them as as skin of your own, or maybe even how to uh, enjoy film. So my first proposal for the day Mm. is I propose that you should be allowed to travel in time if you can justify that you're doing so just to see whether or not an event or movie or song is good for the first time you show it to someone. So you're saying you should be allowed to. like Yes. It's like we're being held back. <laughs> like, we don't have a justified reason yeah, yeah, to travel yeah. to the future. We built that time machine and then we just haven't used it because we're like, no, guys, this is off limits. Responsible <laughs> usage only. That's right. See, I think a responsible use is to check the future to see if it's good enough to take your significant other or friend there. Because the worst is when you talk up how great a movie is or like a TV show or a band and then you go and see them and they're awful and you're like, this is not them. No, really, seriously. Oh, you, so you mean when that show might have a bad episode or that band might have had a bad set or something? It's yeah, not, or it's like, like your friends have a lame party for a change. They're usually... You're like, these guys are so wild, we're going to have the best time and then you get there and they're like, surprise, it's bridge night. <laughs> if you've been to a Sit lot of, down and play a rubber with us And I'd be like, what? You've been to a lot of surprise bridge parties lately. I have, it's, it's an epidemic <laughs> It's like um, the new key party of the century <laughs> Everyone, grab your what, cards I don't I even know how you play bridge Neither Everyone, build your bridge <laughs> Everyone lay down on the ground and arch your back <laughs> It's the only bridge I know <laughs> So, well, it happened to me with Hamish and Andy, actually I previously listened to the Subway song, which I think is possibly the funniest segment ever to be on Hamish and Andy. The Hey, What You Doing? I'm sure all of our listeners are totally familiar with it. It's basically where they've made a people's amusing conversation on the subway into like a rock song. Mm -hmm. And Andy gets totally into it and he's like, if you don't like it, then sweetheart, move. And it's like, 
hilarious. If you want to hear that song, I believe if you go to our website and check out one of the Tokyo Slumber Party episodes. It's on the end. It's on the end of one of those. Um, but, so then I'm like, guys, this show is so funny. You have to hear it. It's like, my, they're my favourite comedians. They're so funny. So it came on in the radio, and <laughs> as it does. Mm. And I was like, oh, guys, listen up. This is so funny. And it happened to be the episode where they did the opening ceremony of the London Olympics, where it was basically Hamish running around in the background in his underwear throwing around cereal. You're saying that's not good radio? <laughs> it's better than us, but... <laughs> well, like, should we reenact it if anyone is confused by what this opening ceremony consisted All of? All right, sure. All right. We have to be sl- really off mic, though, so we'll both wheel uh, Okay, yeah, back. yeah. It, it was, if we're too professional and being actually on an audible spectrum, then it might not do it justice. All right. Let's give it a go. And now I'm running around in the background. Oh, my God. Ah, and now I'm doing something else that no one can see because this is radio. I assume it's really cool. And now I don't have any pants on and I'm eating all your cereal because I'm English Blake. Wow. That, that was actually pretty fun. I can understand why that is. <laughs> but I, like, as everyone can tell, I'm obsessed with that show and I think it's hilarious. Yeah, so it's not like you just got the balls to be like, that was the worst episode ever for possibly the best presenters on Well, Rumble. it's also happened to me with parties. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for you to meet my friends. You're going to have such a great time. We have the best parties. And then we go and I'm like, oh, that one was average. But you can't say, like, that's that's not them, guys. That's, you know, this is not really them. You get annoyed. Don't judge them from that. You get annoyed at your friends. Like, they did not bring their A game. Your, your friends, I'm, I'm trying to impress people here party better <laughs> exactly well anyway as you all know we have a theme for songs wait did we actually get to the bottom of any of this no you should be able to travel through time you should be allowed to travel through time to check events or episodes of tv shows or radio shows that you like before you introduce them to other people you're like <laughs> yep yeah, okay that's a good one that's on par with the subway song you can hear it now Sure, whatever. <laughs> yes, what's the theme today's Today's song? theme is songs from made-up bands from movies. And we're going to start off with Cody Shivers and Renee Zellweger from Empire Records with the song Sugar High. And it's, it's a great song in the film, but the one on the soundtrack doesn't have Renee Zellweger's vocals, which makes the song, in my opinion. So Ben had to edit out all of the banter the witty banter. Well, there's a lot of expositional dialogue (laughs) in between the songs, so I did a lot of effort to bring you the best version of this song, some would say. And Ben loves banter, but hates witty banter. (laughs) Well, there's only so much you can take, which is the explanation for this show. (laughs) Sugar high. I choose to think that applause is for us, <laughs> for playing great songs and talking about Rolf Harris. Oh, I thought you meant that applause is for us before we've done anything. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> I need a little applause to get me going. I see. Yeah. It's like, when I came in here, I was like, uh, maybe I'm not that good. Oh, wait, applause. I'm awesome. <laughs> we got some texts coming in, several of them from Damo, our oh, loyal Peter, listener. hard to tell. What, you think he's just hashtagging at Damo versus Peter? Who knows? What happened to Peter? He gave up so easily. I know. I think Damo won this battle. But uh, I'm glad someone's texting in to say how good we are. Because it was <laughs> last week, without without his constant affection, I was becoming quite self-conscious. <laughs> so uh, 
He wrote that he would bring me a blanket and hot cocoa, I assume, to warm me up. And it actually says, me. for the love of Ben. That's going to be my new album title. <laughs> <laughs> for the love of Ben. Benjamin Moore sings your favourite love songs. Oh, yeah. Give us a bit of a preview, Ben. What song would you like? I don't know. What song do you like? Fly me to the moon. <laughs> diddly, diddly, diddly. Yes. <laughs> when I was 17. 17. Demo bring me a blanket, a blanket that unfortunately killed the Indians. <laughs> Someone was saying that it's totally in the head. I assume that was the Tiny Kangaroo Dance Sports Yes. Song. And uh, someone's suggesting zero gas pop pop as, as an alternate text I don't line. know how I feel about that. Well, I, I said Zero has Pop Pop in the original episode as another one. But Zero Gas Pop Pop sounds really sinister. Sounds like the code word, like, to set off a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he's trying to trick us. I don't know. <laughs> and um, someone's crashing on Vicky. You sound mint, gal. You guys are really creative with your proposals. Love your work. Yeah, girl. And that's after only about 11 minutes on air today. So <laughs> we've got cheers and... Fans, so <laughs> off to a good start. What's our next proposal of the show, V? Well, Ben, since we can't travel forward in time, Ben. What do you basically mean? We can travel forward. It's just me. quite in real time. No, but yeah, one second per second. Yeah. <laughs> ben told me during the song break that actually it's not that we haven't found a good enough justification; it's that we actually can't. I would like to propose: What's your go-to film when you're going to show someone a film to like show them that you have good taste? <laughs> I tend to not really watch the same movies over and over like I know you yeah, do. Yeah, I so do. You know I do this. So I'm like, I if I was trying to show someone a film, I probably would try and pick one that I hoped they would enjoy but not uh, that I had seen just in the off chance that I'm not bored by having watched it in it. Because I have actually done the see a movie twice thing. You, saw, you you watch movies on like reruns to the max. Oh yeah yeah, but I saw um, at the cinema. You're talking a cinema. About yeah yeah, this is a cinema. Mm. I saw this one movie three times because I thought it was such a good film. I'm like, I'm gonna pretend I haven't seen it three times, and I just have excellent taste in movies. Why didn't you just say that you had seen it and you liked it so much that you want to go see it again? No, because the second time I asked someone like on a date, mm. so I didn't want to be like, I'm taking you on a date to show you a movie I've already seen. Okay. I don't know. It's kind of weird to be like, I've seen this. I'm just going to watch your reactions well, the whole time. Like Only if you saw it on another date the first time and the reason that you want to go see it again is because you were making really out the through the whole the time date. or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't actually get to watch that much of it. I love that movie still as well. Even what movie are we talking about? The Brothers Bloom. It's like one of my favourite movies. I was trying to... Think- no one ever knows it though. Have no. you seen it? It's awesome. No, I haven't seen it. I love a good caper. <laughs> is it like a heist movie or something? Yeah, it, oh, a con movie. Okay. Have you ever seen a bad con movie? I love con movies. No, I think we talked about this once that I was talking about the movie... Uh, the, the This is the remix. The, waka, waka, yeah, waka. it's got Ben Affleck in it and he wrote... And the Town? The Town. Yeah, that is a good film. I was talking about The Town and I was saying that I don't think anyone could dislike that movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this but, is how I feel about The Brothers Bloom. Difficult to dislike. Mm, okay, well, I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, check it out. I really like it. But, oh, crap. <laughs> now I've done the thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, now you've hyped it up too much. Is, is well, that, also, like, you have to pick a good film to go to a date for. Because yeah. I went... Possibly for the worst date movie ever. I was asked out on the date. Okay. And someone took me to see Inception on a date, which is not conducive to 
Romance. Romanche, as the uh, as the Spaniards say. Sure. Romanche. I don't think anyone's ever said that. <laughs> if I put castanets uh, after it, is it believable? Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> Maybe a bit of maraca action. <laughs> so it depends how into this person that you are. Like, if you really... Just we're tagging along. You're like, yeah, this isn't. Who tags work. along on a date? No, but like maybe just say. I'll ten, be the second wheel. Say, <laughs> say ten minutes in, you're like, well, this is clearly not going to work. At least I get to see Inception. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be a great consolation prize. But if like, it's... sorry, we won't get married. But here's Inception. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, okay, nearly as good. I'll settle for that. So it depends on circumstance. If you are really into this person, but it's also a movie that you want to pay attention to, like that then that's where your conundrum comes in. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know if I was into him, but he was trying to put on the moves, and I'm like, yo, not now. (laughs) Excuse me. Leo's doing his thing up on there. Well, it was more like, we're in a dream within a dream within a dream. If you hold my hand, I'm going to lose track of this (laughs) one. (laughs) I can't concentrate on my hands. I've got to sit on them. (laughs) Or they're going to distract us all. We we were... I was putting together the uh, show playlist for this week, and I was thinking how good movies are that have... Music-based movies. Yeah, they're like, awesome. In particular, I guess, rock and roll movies. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem to be a bad rock and roll movie, according to the list of songs that I... Uh, Imagine a rock and roll movie where there was a con. That is what we have to <laughs> come up with. It's like the heist, someone stole all the LPs in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't steal them, they conned them. <laughs> well, how did that work? I don't know. It'll have to be some sort of Ocean's Eleven set up. Yeah. But <laughs> Ocean's Eleven did involve theft. Well, I was thinking, yeah, that's true, but I was thinking more along the lines of some sort of midget slash, like, Kaiser Soze situation. Like, at the end of the movie, he concertinas out and he's actually full size. <laughs> like, the whole time he's, like, had his knees up in his jumper walking around or something. I'm picturing some... Like, I couldn't have done it. I'm a midget. And then... At the end of the movie. I'm picturing some guy in, like, a jack-in-a-box or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, winds himself up. do 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 and he's full size he's like hi I totally did it I'm not a midget at all I was just kneeling on the floor this whole time but only the audience sees that bit <laughs> but he, he gets away with it I assume the the record heist did I ever tell you about the time me and my brother made a bet that I couldn't walk like Kaiser Sose for a week he walked with Olympia. No, he walked with his one foot turned to the side, so his feet oh. were at right angles so this is what from unusual suspects for anyone from the usual suspects in fact Oh, okay. Is there, is there something else called the unusual suspects? <laughs> Maybe the porno? Ah, that's what I get confused with. <laughs> so he walked with a limp for a completely different reason in that version. Yeah, that's right. Um, but he's not a limp. His foot is at a right angle to his other foot. And we were arguing, like, there's no way you could keep that up. And I was like, fine, I'll do it for a week. And did you? Yeah. And did anyone think that you were some kind of mastermind criminal? Everybody was awesome. <laughs> but maybe that's... That's why I got asked out on a date. But it, that doesn't... That means that uh, Kevin Spacey in that movie, the gig is up now. Because that was his whole thing. It was That was to trick people that he wasn't a criminal. Yeah. But now if you're walking with a limp and everyone thinks that you are a criminal, like, well, I saw that movie. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So all criminals walk normally. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, mind blown. Sure. <laughs> are we going to a song? Yeah, well, I was going to say, do you have a go-to movie? Mine's The Brothers Bloom. I think it's awesome. Oh, well, like Empire Records that we just Empire played Records, the song from. Yeah. It's like, it seems like a pretty good one. Any Almost of Famous? I've only seen that one once, and like I would be up for it again. But I it's, love a, it. again, I don't see the movies that many times. I love the scene where they're in the plane and it's going to go down, and they're like all confessing, and this guy's like, "I'm gay," and then it's like, "We're going to be okay, <laughs> folks." <laughs> Why don't we just like for the rest of the uh, show we'll change just, movie quotes? We'll just, we'll just 
talk about the best bits of movies so our <laughs> listeners don't have to watch I actually them. have a thing for having movies described to me. As in a good thing or a bad thing? Love it. Why? Does it make you want to see the film more or you just remember the good times that you had at the cinema? I would just prefer... No, like, I used to work night shift. I was telling you a story last night, actually. So a lot of the time I would have to... I'd miss shows that other people saw. So I was like, oh, just tell me what happened in it. What, and just because like, it was like a TV show that you were watching regularly but then you couldn't keep up with anymore. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So they'd be like telling me about it but they sort of add their own editorial things. They're like, and then this guy like is totally cheating on this girl. What a jerk. Like, <laughs> You're like, he is a jerk. <laughs> he is a dick. It's like interactive television. I loved it. Were these mostly like reality shows and soap operas? Or yeah. <laughs> no, there was one that was, I remember one really vividly where um, it's like one of those real CSI shows. Yeah. And th- in this case, it was my dad that was telling me about it and he's like, yeah, so then this guy came in and his alibi that he was that he was bowling for five hours, and I knew straight away that he did it. Bowling? Nobody bowls for five <laughs> hours. I was like, okay, Dad. I thought you said like bawling for a second. Yeah, he was you are. in tears. Like, well, I couldn't. I have... couldn't have been murdering him. Yeah. I was crying too hard. I was just so sad <laughs> from the potential death of my friend. Ah, oh, damn, uh, damn it! <laughs> the jig is up. No, but is this because your dad was like he used to be a professional bowler? Yeah, like his suspicious antenna was twigged right away. <laughs> <laughs> bowling for five hours? I don't think so. It takes at least 47 minutes to bowl average game. <laughs> that was my dad. Yeah. He pulled the car over and was doing calculations on a piece of paper. When so if you triangulate the bowling alley to where the murder was, he could have got there if the other guy was only getting spares. Yeah, he, he was obviously, the bowling alley was seven minutes away, but it would have taken him 13 minutes to get there. I don't think so. And he had three friends bowling. If, they, if none of them bowled strikes, he could have got there and murdered him within the time between his balls. Even if he did spend seven extra minutes buying drinks and snacks, <laughs> there was no way it would have taken five hours. <laughs> when that case goes to court, your dad will be the one. Expert witness. Yeah, the expert witness, the bowling guy. Yeah. Like, I knew straight away when I saw I that I think episode. my dad, like, he's like he's like a hard-boiled bowling man now because he, he's got all these bowling, like, championship trophies. And I was like, the other day, I was like, let's go bowling, Dad. He's like, no, I don't bowl. Well, I've heard that bowling is one of those sports where... Once you're at that level, you should theoretically be able to get a strike every time. Yeah. And so when you can't, it's just frustrating to you because you've got the technique and it's just, I guess, luck more than skill why you don't bowl a perfect game every time. And so for people who, like your dad, are bowling... It's like, just frustrating it's, when yeah. you can't. It's just like, why, why did that not go down? I did everything exactly the same as all those other times when they all did go down. So it's like they grow to hate the sport. <laughs> but there's not many other sports. I thought he just like accidentally bowled into a baby or something. I don't bowl anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like one <laughs> Since of... Since that freak bowling accident where the baby crawled onto the alley. <laughs> <laughs> we, Jimmy was never the same again after that. <laughs> Should we and go to a song? with that note, let's go to a song. So this is... Crash and the Boys. I'm so sad. So very, very sad. From Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Great date movie, Oliver King. This song is called I Am Sad, So Very, Very Sad. sad. Thank you. This next one's called We Hate You, Please Die. We don't actually have I Hate You, Please Die. (laughs) Don't get excited. No, everyone. Trust our announcements. Everyone was like, oh, I can't wait to. uh." They don't have I Hate You, Please Die. (laughs) But you can buy the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack or something. (laughs) Or heist it if you're one of those master criminals that we have heard so much about. Yes, heist the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack and then text in how you did it. We will love it. (laughs) (laughs) That was Fever Dog. (laughs) 
from the made-up band Stillwater um, in the film Almost Famous. Correct. Five points. <laughs> Thank you. I'm instituting a point system now from this Sweet. That was show. stupid. Why did you give me the first five points? Well, I just only thought of the system. <laughs> I mean, I could give myself five points, in but case it you're would seem hardly fair. In case you're wondering why I suddenly reference someone's full name on air, <laughs> it's because the guy I used to date doesn't like Scott Pilgrim. The only person. You were thinking that he is out of his mind for not liking that Well, film. I was just thinking of all the people in the world I could have dated, I found the one who doesn't really like the film Scott Pilgrim. I'm sure there's others, but you My don't want My one deal breaker. You don't want to associate <laughs> with them. I know. <laughs> I feel like he could have brought it up before we started liking each other. This, this is something I want you to know. But he hadn't seen the film, had he? Yeah, he had. Oh, but you made him I watch it again? I showed it to him for a second time because I was like, you're wrong. You must have been watching you, something you else. You were trying to convince him You were probably... Otherwise fell asleep and dreamt a really bad movie because this one's awesome <laughs> is what I said no this is, should have been the conversation you, yeah. you play me Vicky uh, hey oh hang on he's Canadian Vicky eh uh hey hey Ollie <laughs> how did you know about my secret uh, no, was, name for him I was confused by who I was You're who me. I was being yeah yeah hey hey Ollie <laughs> how's it going let's watch a movie there's, there's something I gotta tell you, eh? Is it how pretty I am? Oh, you? <laughs> no. What? Eh? I'm so beautiful, though. Come on, let's just, just do it. Then. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> let's, let's watch this movie, Scott Pilgrim that, versus the world. Uh, the, this, oh, that's, that's Scott Pilgrim. That's one of the favorite things that he verses. I, I thought that this might be that other Scott Pilgrim, so I, I didn't have to bring this up, eh? What, what are you, what are you saying? Well, eh. <laughs> You're very Canadian all of a sudden. I, I am. Mm. How's that maple syrup going? Good, thanks for asking. <laughs> I can see you've got your pulse, your fingers on the pulse of the Canadian economy. Eh? You, you were going to say something? I don't know. Should I say this? Uh, yes! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, um, I, 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 I don't like Scott Pilgrim. Get out! <laughs> I will crush you! <laughs> Speaking of Canadian maple syrup, mm. did you hear there was a big heist was there? There was a, a maple Canadian syrup heist. heist, yeah. Oh my gosh, amazing. It was like, I think $30 million worth of maple syrup has like mysteriously disappeared. What? Yeah. like That's awesome. There was like a big truck. How like, have we not written a film about this? Well, it only happened like a week ago. Oh. So, that's enough time. <laughs> you should have, as soon as I heard that news, start scribbling my screenplay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The world needs to hear about this. <laughs> no, yeah, from the... the little bit of information that I probably misheard. $30 million worth of maple syrup Amazing. got stolen Slash from like, this big truck. How much maple syrup is that? Yeah, I don't know. It could be just one really expensive vial. <laughs> That's what I was it's thinking. It's like the original it's from syrup. the oldest tree in the yeah, world. The one that they used to create all the rest of the maple syrup from the rest of uh, all of time. Licked by Chad Kroger and Agri- Avril Lavigne. Two I, Canadian celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> this has got actual Avril spit in it. This is worth a lot. Like, Originally pumped from the tree by Neil Young. Remember when Avril spit on the uh, sidewalk? That's at least 20 bucks right there. <laughs> we only have three celebrities. This is Canada. <laughs> we got to spread this crap out. Ah, okay. I imagine if you've been watching the latest True Blood. They've got the vampire blood of the original vampire and it makes it all hallucinate and imagine, like, you know, talk to the evil deads and whatnot. I imagine if you drink this $30 million vial of maple syrup, you start just getting the most Canadian hallucinations ever. I think we've gotten to the bottom of this issue. I think my ex-boyfriend drank that maple syrup and then watched Scott Pilgrim. And it was too Canadian for him. (laughs) 
Like, there's poutine everywhere. <laughs> Why is there so much poutine in that film? <laughs> uh, right. It's mooses as far as the eye can see. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, let's go to this episode's, this week's episode of Sin City. Previously on Sin City. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Cindy. Let's get a new identity, skip town, and leave this life forever. Okay, I'm Jake Manley, P.I. I'll be Carmen Sinclair. Turns out we live on an Indian burial ground now. I sure hope we don't get murdered by the spirits of dead Indians. And now, the thrilling continuation of Sin City. The last few weeks hadn't exactly been my finest, but in all honesty, I guess things could have turned out a lot worse. Since the move to Sin City, I'd started a whole new profession, and it turned out I didn't completely suck at it, which is always a nice surprise. I developed a knack for moody dialogues, even if it was often dubious as to whether I was thinking out loud or not. <laughs> Hell, just last week, I confronted my fears of facing the unknown and come to grips with the fact that there were hordes of the undead living in my basement. It was actually starting to look like Carmen and I had succeeded in making new lives for ourselves. You know, Carmen, when you first dragged me into this plan to come here, I may have agreed to do so due to a combination of sleep deprivation and consuming a sizable amount of off-brand cough syrup. Oh, so that's how you make most of your major life choices too? And maybe it's just the symptoms of cough syrup withdrawal talking, but I'm really beginning to like it here. Sin City was never really somewhere I pictured myself living, but there's always so much going on and now that business has started to pick up, I hardly have time to get bored or even think about the life I left behind. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Will you just listen to me for a second? Sorry, I'm just going through the mail. Bill, Bill. Ooh, breath mint. Bill. Death threat. Coupon. Yahtzee. I'm trying to thank you for talking to me into leaving my old life behind and giving something new a shot. I used to think that there were just, you were just some primary teacher who was running away from her life for legal reasons, but now I'm starting to think you're a primary teacher who may have actually had an idea of what she was doing. I'm glad you're finally enjoying it here. On a related note, we're being evicted. What? Just got this letter in the mail. Looks like we're getting kicked out of this dump. But hey, it's not all bad news. Well, what's the good news? We got 15% off at Barack Palmer's. That barbecue joint? Okay, that is good news. I'm still pissed about the eviction notice thing, though. You sure we're getting kicked out? Looks like. You want me to read the letter? Yeah, go on. To the tenants of 41 Rainwood Drive, Sin City. You're being evicted. Get out. Wow, that's annoyingly succinct. Yeah, pretty difficult to misinterpret. It looks like the letter was sent from Smith & Co. That rival detective agency. They're our landlords. Obviously, Jake Manley P.I. has them running scared after all the business they might have been losing since we moved in. Could be. Or it might have something to do with the fact that we haven't paid any rent since we've been here. Nah, I'm pretty sure it's the running scared thing. So what do we do now? Well, let's look at our options. Do you think we can stick our army of undead Indian spirits on them? I've been working with them, but they're not that well trained yet. I have managed to work out they respond to both bright lights and peanut butter, though, but there's certainly no Shamu yet. What if you put on an apology magic show? And then, when you ask for a volunteer from the audience to make disappear, you go through all the staff one by one and make them disappear permanently. (gasps) Are you talking about murder? Yes, that is what I was getting at. As much as I would love to, I, A, am a magician's assistant, not a magician... And without an actual magician to assist, the trick would be pretty underwhelming. And B, there's quite a few employees over there. I suspect by the sixth bloody disappearance, someone might start to catch on. What about groveling and actually paying the rent? Hmm. 
That would almost certainly work. But you know that's not our style. You're right. Well, I'm out of ideas. Shall we go think it over with some discount palmers? Eh, more of a baby Barack ribs girl. Celebrity heads. Heads, 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 heads. Yeah. Can't stop now. This may be the last chance I get. I just want to be famous. You'll never guess any of us. Au contraire. <laughs> intro theme song. Yeah, you think you're there? No, I have no oh, idea. Oh, okay. But I will guess eventually. And it said <laughs> never, so that gives me quite the uh, out. Well, I'll let you go first then, if you're so cocky. So we've been playing Celebrity Heads for the last eight weeks. We and have. And on week nine, we have established that I'm an American doing yes. some kind of television and movie venture <laughs> that has screened on Australian TV shows. And last week, I got the suggestion... Oh, yeah, I'm also a fictional character, which is yes. probably the major thing. Last week, we got the suggestion to ask, is this character often perceived as being quite annoying? And the answer is yes. It is. Yes. Is it? I know it's not me. Is it an animal? Yes. Is it? Hmm. No. Is My it, turn. Is it a dog? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, at least we're narrowing down. What were you going down with there? I was just trying to think of common Animalistic. I don't know. Is Lassie annoying? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Quit bugging me, Lassie. I know Timmy's on the well, but we're in the middle of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, we got other stuff fun. <laughs> this is a heist film. <laughs> Let's get to the end. Yeah, no, uh, I'm glad to know I'm not Lassie, especially the annoying remix version. <laughs> My turn then. So I found out now that I am a male person. Yes. Who owns a radio station, but that's not my major thing. And I don't have fake hair. (laughs) And I am not someone that I would traditionally want to narrate my life. And you aren't famous for owning a pet or animal of some kind. Yes, that's right. I'm not Roy or Siegfried. Sure. Okay. Hmm. Am I on TV? Occasionally. You don't have a television show, if that's what you're asking. So I own a radio station and I'm occasionally on TV. Who am I? (laughs) There's like one. You the multimedia. You man. still haven't established the major reason that this figure is prominent. Yeah. So maybe you should go down that road. Well, I'm either in movies or like music, I imagine. Well, why don't you ask one of those two questions? <laughs> okay, am I movies? You have been in. At- this is ridiculous. You have it, <clears throat> again. You are. You have acted, but you're it, again. It's not your primary. Am I a singer or a musician? Yes. yes I'm a musician. a musician. Oh, okay. But I own a radio station as well. Yep. Is it in Canada? No, no, it's not. <laughs> and so I'm not Chad Kruger or Avril Lavigne. <laughs> no. Or Brian Adams. Do, do they own radio stations? <laughs> or Neil Young? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> if I narrow down Canadians, yeah, then it's not any of those five people. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that was celebrity heads for another week. Celebrity heads. 
song came onto the soundtrack as something that Ben truly loves. I was trying to get him to empathise with me leaving Tokyo after having lived there for over a year. Mm-hmm. And I said, Ben, didn't something ever finish that you truly loved? Lost? Is that what we're getting at? <laughs> yes. Ben said the last time he felt sad was when Lost finished. Well, it was an emotional moment. Come on. <laughs> no more episodes of Lost ever. So that track was... I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> You don't want to live in this, this world. world. It's tough. <laughs> Every day gets a little bit harder knowing we're further and further away from any new Lost-based content. Well, we're not because that was some new Lost-based content. Uh, it was not. But apparently when they wrote that song... It's You All Everybody! Yeah, You All Drive Everybody. Shaft from, which is the made-up band in Lost. When they wrote that song, I think it was like J.J. Abrams or whoever was in control of the show just heard someone say that quote, uh, or you fancy people wearing fancy clothes or whatever <laughs> on some daytime talk show and so they write a song about it that's so cool yeah so Ben your mum's a big one for this <laughs> I'm, I'm really sure she would appreciate you starting a sentence with your mum's a big one <laughs> for this sure what does your mum do a lot um, what are some things you'd say your mum does a lot potters <laughs> <laughs> your mum's a potterer but in uh, year 11 or 12 we had a studio arts teacher who was a bit of a hippie, and she didn't own a TV. Yeah. And so we were like, what do you do in your free time at no, home? No, that's with- pottery. No, no, no. <laughs> She's, and she, like, thought for a moment, looked up and wistfully at the sky and just goes, oh, I potter. <laughs> Did I tell you about the guy that I said, so what do you do? And he goes, I just stand around mostly. And I'm yeah. like, no, for a job. <laughs> uh- <laughs> In between that, I do a lot of standing. Don't want to brag, but pretty good at it. Check out these these squats, these quads. These (laughs) These are standing quads. Yeah, he does not do squats. That takes way too much extra effort. Um, Your mum, she's a season change parade rainer. Well, there's definitely this breed of people who like to point out whenever the, it's the first day of the new season. See, I'm one of those, because I just went through two winters, as I mentioned, leaving Tokyo. Mm. Um, so I was like, yes, it's spring. Everything's amazing now. Think there will never be another problem in my life. <laughs> and then? And then um, someone was like, yeah, but it's not warm. Doesn't change the weather. And so you got all depressed when they rained on your seasonal change parade. I was pissed off. I'm like, what the hell? Let's get excited. Don't rain on the parade. Don't talk about how great it is that it's spring and then just rain all over that by being like, yeah, but nothing's changed. So back in your hole, sucker. So what you need is the seasons to change in a video game-like fashion. Yeah, that's where right. as soon as it becomes spring, it goes from crazy freezing cold winter and snow everywhere <laughs> to, like, new flowers yeah, and exactly. everything's happy and sunny and then all of a sudden, bam, summer and it's bright and then another, like, you know, season changes and bam, everything's, like, perfect autumn where it's, it's all just like brown and red leaves everywhere. People don't seem to realise that I'm aware of this. They're like, oh, well, just so you know, it doesn't mean the weather changes. Yeah, no kidding. Like, <laughs> I'm still aware, but let's get excited about something for a change. Like, what do you get excited about things? Only things that change really rapidly? Like, yeah. ooh, now the dice is a six. <laughs> well, would that help you if it did change that rapidly? Like, it wasn't, you know, such a slow burn? As yeah, it'd be awesome, and then people would stop doing this. <laughs> well, in um, the Beijing Olympics, I think it was, Yeah, they wanted to have 
good weather for the whole of the two weeks that the Olympics was going for. So they did this thing for the opening ceremony and I guess during the duration of the Olympics where they had these massive cannons that they shot something into the atmosphere to make it stop raining. Yeah, my friend's boyfriend is Chinese and he was talking about the drought here Mm. and he's like... Why doesn't your government just make it rain? <laughs> I was like, like Whoa. we're not all witch doctors. Yeah, that's bro. what I was thinking. I was like, we <laughs> John Howard's not donning his skirt and doing the rain dance between sessions of Parliament that I know of. All, even though, if that might not do anything, I'd still appreciate him doing the effort. <laughs> I would still very much appreciate him rain dancing. Well, uh, I won't rain on your seasonal parade. If good, that don't. Something. And on that note, we. All right. Pen, would you like a woman? Um, a woman a, who? A woman who... Uh, well, any woman, really. One preferably with skin that I can flay and wear as a suit. Okay, tick. Tick mm, mm. for that. But also a woman who would never surprise you with her hatred for Scott Pilgrim. Well, that's a given. <laughs> would, you, would you like a woman like that? Uh, sure, why not? Ben, I've got a confession to make. You're not a woman? Is this where we're going at? Because I will be... That might be a less shameful confession. But are you aware I'm actually from Greensboro, not from Eltham? Yeah, I always assumed. Is it my hair? Is it the hair? I I have Greensboro hair, don't I? I wasn't going to say anything, but it's pretty obvious. That's my last confession to you, Ben. (laughs) Okay. Everything else between us is honesty. If I could be honest, I'd like to hear where you're going with this point. (laughs) Marry me. Oh, oh, that's that's where you're going. Yep. Because really, really not in the mood of getting married today. So this is this is this awkward. Is awkward. Well, uh, it's not good. It's not good at all. Ahem. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we should just close the show. All right. Well, thanks everyone for texting in. Especially Damo, who's hashtagging with the unauthorized hashtag, I assume, Damo beat Peter. <laughs> I don't know how Peter feels about that. Yeah. I know how I'm feeling right now. But um, you should totally get on to emailing us, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or ben at insaneramblings.net. Or podcast at insaneramblings.net. And Ben, mm-hmm. this is my song to you. I've, I've gotten over the rejection. Sure. We'll always be freaking friends. <laughs> And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Check out propshowsal.com or facebook.com slash propshowsal. Or rate and review us on iTunes. And we will catch you next week from 11 a.m. on Saturday. Same bat time, same bat hour, hopefully different bat temperature. Oh, yeah. See you guys. We'll still be freaking friends when the week comes down, when they nuke the town, when dead claps can clown. We'll still be freaking friends. Freaking friends, freaking 
friends, freaking friends, till we come to bad ends, we're freaking friends, freaking friends, freaking friends, till we come to bad ends, we're freaking friends. The last few weeks hadn't exactly been my finest. <laughs> you do, do you disagree? I was just wondering if that's a comment on the quality of the script. Uh, or... <laughs> <laughs> it's a rambling.